Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. This year was supposed to be all about the Queen's historic Platinum Jubilee, marking 70 years on the throne. So far, and we're only seven weeks in, we've got one prince settling out of court after facing allegations he had sex with a trafficked minor and an heir to the throne wrapped up in a cash for honour scandal. It's Thursday, February 17th. Here's your news fix. A day after Prince Andrew reached an out-of-court settlement, his brother Prince Charles is now wrestling against his own negative press. Why? Well, the police have opened an investigation into allegations of a cash for honour scandal associated with his charity. Basically, the charity is accused of assisting a Saudi national secure both citizenship and a knighthood after he made substantial donations. The Times reported the donation was worth £1.5 million. It's worth noting that this story actually surfaced last year and the charity led an independent investigation into the reports. It ultimately led to a man called Michael Fawcett, who was Prince Charles' closest aide and the charity's chief executive at the time, being let go. In terms of the royal response, when it first surfaced, Clarence House said the heir to the throne had, quote, no knowledge of the alleged offer. It should be noted that Prince Charles has no involvement in the day-to-day running of the charity. Meanwhile, Buckingham Palace is facing increasing pressure to disclose how exactly Prince Andrew plans to pay for the financial settlement reached with Virginia Dufresne. A Labour MP has said he will raise the issue in Parliament next week when MPs return from their half-term break. According to Channel 4 News, 88% of people surveyed in the city of York want the city disassociated from Prince Andrew's title. Now looking at what's happening today, Russia, as head of the UN Security Council at the moment, is expected to chair a discussion at the body's global HQ in New York about the Ukraine crisis, according to the Financial Times. In the meantime, the UK's Chief of Defence Intelligence on Wednesday said they have not seen evidence of Russia withdrawing troops from the border. US officials have said the same, with one adding a further 7,000 Russian troops have arrived in recent days. BBC News mentioned Foreign Secretary Liz Truss is expected to travel to Ukraine shortly, but did not further specify on that timeline. For anyone that's new here in the last week, if you're struggling to wrap your head around all of this, our recent piece gets to the heart of the ties between Russia and Ukraine, the collapse of the Soviet Union, and why Russia has such an issue with NATO. Biased as we might be, I honestly think it's going to be super helpful. It's linked in the newsletter, All Eyes on Ukraine, Is Russia Going to Invade? Now in a pandemic update, the UK government has announced children across the United Kingdom between the ages of 5 and 11 will now be able to receive the coronavirus vaccine, though an emphasis will be put on parental choice. We asked you guys on our Instagram account for your opinions on this, and so far, 63% of you say you would vaccinate your child against the virus, while 62% said parents should not have to disclose whether or not they do so. In a somewhat hopeful headline, a young girl in New York was found alive in a hidden staircase alongside her non-custodial mother after first being reported missing in 2019. Police originally believed her non-custodial parents were responsible for her disappearance, but they were limited in how much of the house they could search during the several visits to the home over the years. Paisley Shutless was found after police secured a search warrant and noticed the staircase to the basement was unusually built. In the newsletter, we've included a link to what we felt was the best article on this, and it honestly makes for an astonishing read. And lastly, in societal shifts, Kuwait has overturned a law that criminalized imitation of the opposite sex. Amnesty International described it as, quote, a major breakthrough for trans rights in the majority Muslim country. The catalyst for the shift in legislation was a trans woman called Maha Al-Muteri. 
According to BBC News, in June 2020, she posted videos on social media claiming she was repeatedly beaten and raped by police officers during a seven-month detention period. That's today's fix. Have a great day.